And now, two guys and a grill. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome, welcome to another edition of The Barbecue Show. We're so glad you chose to join us today. Uh, Thanksgiving Day weekend. My name is Jake Palmer. My name is Stunt Monkey. You look at your question in it, so I thought I'd question it I know, too, I to see what you did Help there. you cover it up. Well, it was adorable. <laughs> I like it. I like it. See? Great minds think alike, folks. Remember that. Um, welcome to the Barbecue Show. We're, we are seriously glad that uh, you have chosen to join us today, and we hope you have something to be thankful for. If not, maybe we can help with that yeah. in some way. Absolutely. We would like to do that. Um, and, you know, it's one of those things, uh, Stunt, and you probably know this, uh, and a lot of our listeners are probably aware of this, you know, in, our, in our business... Uh, being on the radio, sometimes uh, you you imply things that uh, are too generic or too general, and you get called out on it. Like sometimes they'll say, "Well, you know, the weather's been great, and so that's really awesome because it hasn't been raining." And then <laughs> I get an email from a farmer who lives 62 miles away but can hear us, and he's like, "We ha- we need the rain so bad." Right. <laughs> How can you say it's a nice day? We need the rain. I'm like, we well, need it. Yeah, I'm like, well, you know what I'm getting at. It's still a nice day. It's terrible if you need the rain. But at any rate, I hope you had a great Thanksgiving <laughs> if that's your thing uh, and you had a chance to enjoy it or are still enjoying it. Uh, if you're like me, we haven't done the Palmer Thanksgiving yet. We just do the... Uh, what did you do on Thanksgiving Day? Well, we do my wife's side of the family ah, comes. And but so, yeah, they, they all came to your house. Yes, they come with to my house. With a newly renovated bathroom to get it finished in time? No, not. Well, I mean, I got it to satisfactory. The wife's operational. The wife said it needs to have a floor and a, and the <laughs> toilet needs to be back in. I was like, oh, not operational. I was like, baby, I'm your guy. So uh, if you want a shower, you got to go downstairs. But. But. There is a, there is a working toilet. Oh, and a see, sink. okay. It's all good to so go. We got, oh, and cool lights. <laughs> that's all you need. We're that. That's, that's the it's kids very bathroom. important to see what you're doing in there. This is the kids' bathroom. So there's there's lights in the shower itself, and then there's main lights that uh, have a night light option. Oh, yeah. Now listen, we've turned into homeowners today, but you turn the light switch off, and then within three seconds you turn it back on, and there's a little ring of uh, like LED color. They're actually colored, which is weird, but there's like a red and a green and a blue. Hmm. They emit out of the circle top circle edge of these recessed cans, and then that just glows. So they so both some sort of light in so general. So it's it's a night light, yeah. and then if you turn the light switch back on, then the light's on. And oh, if that. you turn it off, it's off. That's that barbecue show money talking, aren't they? That's <laughs> that's bougie stuff. Let me tell you, that's pretty fancy. Um, and now my kids want the uh, the faucet back. Oh. So years ago, uh, right before Thanksgiving, as a joke, I bought one of these. Uh, it was a little like the screen you screw under your your bathroom sink. Okay. Where the water comes through. Yeah. They call it a water diffuser or whatever. Uh, they had them at Menards one day, and they were literally like $6. And the water running through it spun a little blade that created a little electrical pulse that created an a LED light that would change color. So your water stream would be colored as it's turned wow. out. And the kids thought that was fantastic. And we used that for a little while. And now they're like, we should put that back in. Then we can have colored water and colored lights in the middle of the night. And I was like, or. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. You guys can do what you want. It's your bathroom. Wow. Do it yourself. But, do it yourself. Yeah. Well, welcome to the electric and, uh, the home electrician podcast here this afternoon. Yeah, anyway, let's talk some barbecue. <laughs> um, Thanksgiving, always a great time. More and more, more people are smoking their turkeys. Yeah. Uh, whether it's a whole bird or whether it's spatchcocked. Um we had a conversation the other day on, on one of the radio shows about um, people saying, well, I don't want to do a whole bird. And I, and I immediately said, 
uh, I'm done talking to you. You should go away. That's <laughs> Why would you not want to do a whole bird? This is uh, one of the girls from KTOE, and she said, no, nah, I don't really care for the turkey. The ham is better. I can't. Again. You can't work with these people. I know. I was like, all right, comrade. Did, <laughs> how long did you wait in line for your toilet paper? That's nice. Um, no, but in all seriousness, you, you can do all kinds of things now, and it seems like it's gotten I, – I said this the other day. I think I said it last weekend, too. Do you feel like turkey has gotten trendy? Turkey's trendy? Like like the way the cooking process – it's kind of like the wedding business. You go through trends where like – Batchcock is all the rage. Oh, yeah, I see and, what you're saying. Yeah, oh, we're going to deep fry our turkey. We're going to make a turducken. Right, right. We're going to get up at 2 in the morning to let this thing cook for 12 hours. You know, I mean, like everybody, and then Alton Brown came along. I give him credit, but he did the he does the prime rib method where you put it in the oven for like 500 degrees and then... Shut her off. Yeah, it, it. it takes like two hours to cook a full bird. Yeah. And it's perfect. It's amazing. But anyway, any rate, uh, I feel like turkeys are that way. They get trendy. And yeah, smoking is the thing. Different methods are, are you know, I, we did talk about this because we both agreed that the deep frying has gone away now. I agree. Yeah, I, I think that. Uh, um, well, I think the deep frying is great in the vet that you can get a nice texture to your meat and you can get a great crisp on yes. the skin. Yes, you're really limited for flavor profile. Yes, you know, I mean, that's the downside. Is I it? mean, it, I mean, it then tastes like turkey and oil. So I mean, it's I mean, it tastes like turkey. <laughs> yeah, but, it's true. I mean, if but we can do so much more now that we've learned, you know, how mm-hmm. you can do that and other other methods and adding flavor on top of the turkey. So right. it, it, there is, is more to that, and you're not allowed to do it while deep frying. I would agree. Yeah, and um, it seems ridiculous to me, but there's so many accidents with the uh, with the deep fry. Oh, it's, every, it's ridiculous. It's every, not worth it. Yeah, and that's the problem. And you know, I will tell you, it's that the defrosting is so important. Um, we go back and forth with uh, red meat, you right? Because I, I see so many different people will say like, "Well, your steak should be fully thawed and room temperature before you start to cook it." Right. And I always think, do you think that every decent restaurant now, high end restaurants have different time frames, but do you think every decent restaurant's like that? My wife does the same thing with burgers. Sometimes she's like, "Well, we have pre made patties, but they're frozen." I go, "Yeah, that's fine." How do you think every fast food restaurant in the world makes a, a hamburger? Right. They take a frozen patty and they throw it on a grill or, <laughs> or whatever, you know, a salamander thing, and they let her go. I'm sure they have other methods that they sometimes do. Or yeah, they... well, you know, you can have it your way. <laughs> have it your way. Was it that? BK. BK? Yeah, yeah. I guess I thought. They do the flame broil. But my point is, uh, turkey is one of those things you can't mess around with. It's got to be fully defrosted, right? Right. I mean, it's poultry, poultry in general, right? True, true. I mean, you gotta. That's one thing you really can't mess around with, and you need to be cooked all the way through. Well, yeah, and it's not just the cooking of the, you know, all the way through. It's the, it's just the time factor. It's the everything factor. It's the, it's the turning out correctly. Right. Um. You know, chicken obviously, and so and most poultry, it's it, they're a little more uh, dangerous with the with the raw juices, obviously. Right. Um. But you're not. Uh, to me, I think it's more of that. I never worry that I'm going to poison somebody with a bird. I'm always worried that it's just not going to turn out as well as I want it to. So, and in my house, you know, let's be honest, it's a survival of fittest. (laughs) Well, what did you guys do for the turkey this year? Did you smoke it? Did you grill it? Did you have it in the oven? So anyway, um, what what else? No, we are. (laughs) We're. I I feel bad talking about this. This Is one half of the barbecue show, the critically acclaimed yet to win an award barbecue show. But we'll talk about that again in a second. Um. We always do the same thing with our bird. <laughs> After a couple of experiments, and here, tell me if this sounds familiar. When you when you put a ring on it, you'll understand. <laughs> um, 
you, you, your father just thinks that maybe having the bird done in a more of a traditional way is just, just great. I mean, it's not that he doesn't like it. Okay. What I just heard there is mother-in-law doesn't like when we do different things, crazy things with the birds. <laughs> that's what, that's what that means. Right. When you blame, when she blames it on father-in-law, it's really her. Um, <laughs> sorry, Sally. I can read you like a book. Um, so we, and we run out of space and we have a lot of people that it's all prepared at the same time with copiously large amounts of wine. So the bird literally gets put in its own roaster pan off in a corner somewhere and, uh, left, to, le- left the fend for itself. Well, yeah. brined of course the night before and, and it, it, we go through the whole process yeah. but, and it always turns out great, but it's just nothing fantastic. I mean, like people are like, Oh, I wonder what stunt Jake did with their turkeys. And they, and I'm like, well, the most boring thing you can imagine. <laughs> well, I didn't even cook a turkey, so I guess I for the yet I should say uh, okay. I just made some uh, smoked cream cheese. We go back to my aunt's about an hour away from here, so okay. uh, I made smoked cream cheese early in the morning, wrapped up in nice and tight in a tin foil, and put it in a Tupperware and put it in the cooler and wrapped up in towels. And we got there; it was still warm. It wasn't as uh, as good as it usually is. Obviously, wait, wait. So you're the one. What's that? We were just talking about this on uh, our radio show on KTOE this week about rules for traveling for Thanksgiving. And the TSA was warning people what they can and can't travel with for food. Or flying anywhere. And a few people on the show were like, who fly, Who bakes a pie and then <laughs> flies home with the baked pie? And I oh said, my gosh. well, grandma's retired. She lives in, you know, if your folks retired and they move to Florida. But they come home for Thanksgiving to be in Minnesota with the grandkids yeah, and the yeah. kids and everybody. And and mom makes the best pie ever. She's going to bring a pie. Yeah. So I, I don't see a problem with I that. I don't see a problem with that. I don't either. Uh, COVID, uh, I think my aunt, so we always have it in my aunt's near Comfrey, Minnesota. And uh, uh, during COVID, she didn't have it. So it was just my me and my parents, actually, because my sister didn't want to come down with her kids or anything. So I smoked a turkey at my place and I drove right. back home. Once again, with everything wrapped up tight in a cooler, got there, still, I mean, it's an hour away, um, mm-hmm. and pulled out of the cooler, started cu- cutting everything up, still hot and smoking. Yeah. Like, it was perfect. It was a really good turkey. So, I mean, I think you can travel as long as you know what you're doing. Of course, again, you're talking about TSA, so that's different. Yeah, but, yeah, I know. Um, I was I was, I was, was kind of a little tongue-in-cheek there, and I, I interrupted you, so I'm oh, sorry. Oh, no, you're good. You're good. But, that's uh, what we had. We had some, we, uh, the girlfriend pr- brought along some dips as well that we could, we just wanted, we mm-hmm. wanted to do our part. We sure. way, there was way too much food. There always is. Yeah. So, we do our thing, and it was fine. If you're day traveling for a holiday, bringing food is great. Uh, if you're going to be staying for more than one day, uh, arrive at said location, then do your prep, prep, prep then do your food. Yeah. Right. I yeah. mean, if you're going to, if you're, if you're going staying over, there overnight and everything else, you're yeah, going to be there early enough anyway. Yeah. If you're going over the river and through the woods to grandma's house, then you want to go to grandma's house, make the turkey or right. do whatever you're going to do. But I've done the same thing. I've done, uh, uh, we've done side dishes in the crock pot plugged in. And well, when I used to drive the minivan crock pot <laughs> in the back, plugged into the uh, yeah. power inverter. Drive the two and a half hours to grandma's house. I guess I, I have that crock. in my truck. I guess I could technically do that now, too. Yeah, crock pot just cooking away back there. It's beautiful. It's the way to go. It's the yeah. American dream. Yeah, well, that's why they put them in there, yeah. I'm sure. You can't do that with a ham, can you, comrade? <laughs> so <laughs> angry about the ham. I don't know why I'm angry either. I'm really not that bad. I, I, I get I get um, your point on it. Just it's food, so I might yeah, have either way. It is true. Um, all right, so a couple things we want to get into today, now that we're you know halfway through the show almost. <laughs> um, we want to talk a little bit about leftovers, because leftovers are always the challenge. Uh, and we've got a couple ideas, I think, that uh, you might enjoy there. Uh, one of the things... Uh, we'll, we'll talk about that in a moment. So we want to talk a little bit about that. Did you do anything else? I mean, I, everything I feel like this week has been uh, 
uh, in my world, bathroom and Thanksgiving related. Bathroom remodel, I should say. It's been nonstop running. Yeah. It really has been that kind of thing, which sucks. But uh, the weather's not going to stop us, though. I'm planning to keep on cooking all, all winter long. It is supposed to get a little bit chilly. So uh, let's do this. Let's take a quick break. It's a Thanksgiving oh, weekend. Yeah, yeah. Go ahead. I, I did chili last week. We'll, we should probably talk about that. We'll talk about that for sure. I, I'm glad you brought that up because I mentioned it and then I forgot it. And since it's the holiday weekend, I don't really have notes or anything to keep us on track. What? Like, you know, like normally how we're just so dialed in. Yeah, we have so many notes normally. And we never get off, you know, we never stray. We never get off topic. Those who listen at home who are often listeners of the show are laughing right now. They are laughing hysterically. So <laughs> anyway, let's do that. We'll come back. We're going to talk about Stunts Chili. Um Stunts, meat, sweats, chili. Uh, we're going to talk about Thanksgiving Day leftovers, and we're going to talk about whatever else just comes to mind when the barbecue show continues after this. Stick around for more of the barbecue show right after this. Welcome back to the barbecue show with Stunt and Jake. Welcome back to the barbecue show. Hey, thanks for staying with us. Happy uh, Thanksgiving. From us to you and you and yours and all that, because people say goofy things when it comes. Like, do you ever say it's the holidays to you and yours? Other, any than the other than the holidays? Um, to, no, other than the holidays, yeah. no. Hey, have a great Sunday, you and yours. Yeah, right. Yeah, no, it's a holiday thing. Yeah, because well, we're trying to be more sentimental. I think that's what I'm going to start doing that from now on. And hey, and happy Tuesday to you and yours Aww. from all of us here at the barbecue show. <laughs> I'll make a meme about that for so, you. It sounds nice. It's got a nice little there ring to go. it. That's for sure. So anyway, uh, it is Thanksgiving weekend, and we were just joking about that. Like, you know you're getting the best information fresh, never frozen at the barbecue show because we mar everything with so many date and time references. We could never <laughs> replay one of these episodes if we ever wanted to. So, Yeah, well, uh, why would you want to? Correct. All right, let's 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 do this. Let's, let's divert slightly um, because we want to talk a little bit about um, – your adventures at the, oh. at the More Scenario last week. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the uh, the second grade chili cook-off. Now, the cook, the chili cook, what is it called again? The chili cook-off? Uh, chili fest? Chili, chili fest. Yeah. It, it's, I don't know how many years it's been going. It's just my second year being in it, though. Right, right. And uh, yeah, really good turnout. Um, and drum roll. Brrr. Hey, I won People's Choice. First place, People's Choice. Pretty excited about it. Now, you got People's Choice last year, didn't you? I did. Yeah. And I also placed last year with the judges. I did not place this year with the judges. Yeah. But judges are whatever. I mean, it was four people. Getting four people to decide on one chili versus getting everybody in the bar to decide on one chili, I think, is what I'm going to take credit for. So. Yeah, right. That's that's way more. Uh, well, the problem with judges sometimes, too, is that, wait, all judges are amazing. <laughs> No, sometimes they get a little too like if you ever watch American Idol. Yeah, the judges get a little pretentious. When you were a little pitchy, and I didn't think that was song was prank well, for your voice. Just judge the chili, man. How did it taste? <laughs> did you like the they, chili? They, I was actually asked to see if you wanted to judge chili next year. Well, it sounds like you need me. So there you go. Uh, um, but it was my meat sweats chili, which I did last year, but I did add a few things to it this year to try to make it a little bit better. Okay. Um, and one of the things I did talk about this year with some people is they're like, "Well, because everything's meat sweats. Oh, is it spicy?" I'm like, "No, no, it's meat sweats." Because it's 18 meat pounds sweats. of meat. Yeah. They're like, what? I'm like, one. So one, for the way I've got broke down, one recipe for my chili is three pounds of meat. Nice. I made six batches to fill the roaster for mm-hmm. this for this event. And uh, yeah, we were had plenty of people to eat some chili. So meat sweats chili. How do people award know winning. what meat sweats are? They, they see sweat and they think hot because they think chili is sometimes spicy. See, so. anytime I hear meat sweat, I just immediately think of 
overload on meat. Yeah, exactly. Me too. That's why I named it that. Because yeah. I thought that's fun. Three pounds of chili or three pounds of meat in a chili. That's awesome. I think my favorite part about the chili, and I, it was like that last year. Where I really honed it in this year. Is there's flavor in the front, right? And there's a bit of a heat kick on the back side, and I like the way the heat comes in at the end more than it does in the beginning. So, so it's like a meat mullet chili. It's like a <laughs> that, and that's not gonna be the name of the chili ever. Meat right. mullet chili it does sound kind of horrible now yeah. that I think it. Now that I think it through, <laughs> oh, that is kind of nasty. Um, all right, inquiry minds want to know. Yeah. Uh, what kind of beans did you use in your chili? <laughs> <laughs> I did use one can of beans. Did you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, and that's because I am in a relationship and we compromise. I said no beans. She said beans. So we put, put a beans can of beans. That's compromise. Yeah. That's uh, that's awesome. But it, uh, it was Never good. Gets old. Uh, we had some. Mm. Had a little um, chipotle peppers in there. We had some peppers, tomatoes, nice, nice. obviously. And yeah, no, that's it great. worked out really well. So. Well, and I can tell you firsthand. And I told you last week. Uh, you know, big kudos from the Halloween chili from my ten-year-old. Yeah, getting a compliment from a ten-year-old about any food item that doesn't come from a drive-through is pretty impressive. <laughs> quite honestly, no, that's, and, that's uh, awesome. Yeah, um, I, it's fun when you get other. Parents, kids, you know, when you get other kids that comment on your food too. Yeah. Uh, like I've had a few kids say uh, like, oh, we were, you know, folks at on a Sunday fun day, like, uh, well, you know, we asked Dalton if he wanted to come and, and he said, is Jake making his ribs? Because <laughs> then I'll come. And you're like, yeah. Yeah, that feels talking. good. Absolutely. That's what I'm talking about right yeah. there. Uh, um, uh, girlfriend's son still talks to this day about our rib, our chicken wing cook-off yes. and how much he loved both our wings. He was really excited about that. That so is pretty awesome. He's a chicken so. kid. For sure. Um, that. So, uh, well, congratulations. Yeah, That's thank fantastic. You. So, the uh, meat sweats chili is uh, is still rolling. So, yeah, it was really fun to do, and for a good cause for Beyond the Yellow Ribbon in South Central Minnesota. So, yeah, well, uh, I was uh, glad to do it, and hope to do it again. Got, now I got to keep it going. I got to keep trying to win my trophy. Right, right exactly. So. so they can put me down for judge next year. All right. Up. So that'll be. Uh, hopefully, I won't have some remodel construction project. And yeah, don't say no to that. I know. Well, yeah, never. I don't want to get it. Uh, speaking of which, if you did turkey and you did Thanksgiving, you might have some leftovers. So what's the best thing to do with those leftovers, All right, so Jake? I have a couple tips for leftovers Let's that I think it. are very important. Number one is, um, first of all, uh, take the time to to get some halfway decent leftover containers. You can buy all kinds of stacks of them from uh, from anything from Rubbermaid to, to what's the... What Ziploc? Ziploc, Glad. They make all kinds of yeah. different like containers now. Uh, so if you're going to keep the leftovers, make sure it's a leftover container that, cause there's nothing worse than that big Ziploc bag of leftover Turkey. Correct. And then like day two and a half, you're reaching in and out of there and it's just nasty. Yes. Um, the best part to do is get leftover containers that are good, decent quality that hold up that you're not married to. And what I mean by that is load those babies up and send them home with guests. <laughs> Truth. <laughs> Unload as many leftovers the night of as possible. You can talk about how much you love turkey and everything else, but by day three of turkey leftovers, you are so done with turkey. Right. Um, here, I'm going to give you another. This is one of those, like, duh kind of things that uh, can be useful most likely for next year. But the other thing that I would consider, depending, depending on the size of your group, especially if you're not, if you don't have a big group, or you're just not sure about all your tur- if you, you might have a Lisa who wants half a turkey and the rest to be ham. Right. Uh, and this is a lot of fun, too. Consider individual Cornish game hens. Ooh. Individual Cornish game hens are a blast because everybody gets their own little miniature bird. 
They get to do their own little miniature carve. Yeah. They get to have... I'm a little late on this idea, but I love it. I know, but it is, it's, we've done this before just for the fun of it. As it, Everybody gets their own bird, and it, it makes a beautiful presentation for yeah. one. For two, you don't have nearly the leftovers, because what happens is most people eat one Cornish game hen, and they're pretty much good to go. Yeah. You know, you can always make an extra or two, but you have an extra Cornish game hen or two, not an extra five or six pounds of turkey. Right. Um, they're smaller, so your cook time is less. You're, you've, you've just I got, love this idea. I know. It's phenomenal. And you know what? If you have kids, it's fun, too, because now everybody has their own little bird. Mm-hmm. And it's just kind of fun. If you're like me, you can name them. You can have little uh, you <laughs> know, little little fights. Oh, Act boy. out little oh, scenes. Boy. No, I'm not really. But um, think about that. It took long to cook the turkeys this year, Jake. Well, <laughs> I named them, and then it was really hard to say goodbye. <laughs> To have a little, we, we create a little play, <laughs> yeah, a little role. We at my aunt's, um, there's like 30 of us, maybe or more, a little bit more. And um, every year it's just so, it's so much fun because it's the Thanksgiving part's great, but then more than half of everybody leaves. Mm-hmm. And there's like, it goes from like 35 people, um, I think we had like almost 40 this year, down to like 10 to 15. Mm-hmm. And those 10 to 15 are the ones you want to hang out with. Like, yeah. that's the cousins. I mean, when we were growing up, that's that was me and my cousins who lived there. And that, like, we were like, oh, we're going all night. This is great. Yeah. But that's when the, there's a, it's a dairy farm. So after they come back from Melkin, we then have turkey sandwiches again. But they usually do, like, what do you, what? I don't even know what it is. I, I've never been part of it. They make turkey sandwiches, but they add something to it. Oh, is uh, it cream of mushroom they added with the turkey? Or oh, what, is, what do you, to make them kind of like a sloppy turkey sandwich? Yeah, golden uh, gold, cream of mushroom is great. Uh, is golden cream is? of mushroom is good yeah. for that. I'm not even noodles. sure what it is, but it's so good. And that's, I mean, so you're having turkey right away again, but it's cold, totally different. We had turkey mm-hmm. slices and stuff for for lunch. And now at dinner, like 7, 8 o'clock at night, we are having sandwiches, which yeah. is just so much. It's, I always love that second dose. So Right. Um, and the, the big thing too is, is making sure that you're utilizing that. Cause I always say we do like the pre-made plates a lot. Yeah. Uh, so now you can just grab a plate, throw it in the microwave and you've got like a secondary ready to go Thanksgiving meal, so to speak. Um, the sandwiches of course are a staple. Everybody loves the sandwiches. Yeah, I always do. The, uh, the thing I always like to do is cause you know, the, the hardest part is reheating. Yeah. You know, if you throw stuff in the microwave, it's kind of, eh. You know, it's okay-ish, but uh, don't be afraid to throw it back out on a grill. Oh, absolutely. Your, Brilliant your, idea. You can use your flat top to just give things a little bit more of a crisp. Uh, you can throw them on your, uh, any one of your grills or your smokers and just kind of slowly bring it back to life a little bit. And you're also going to add, uh, you're going to add a little fresh smoke to it, which isn't going to penetrate real deep, but you're going to, you're going to alter that refrigerator fr- leftover. It's going to be fresher tasting than just pulling yeah. out of the refrigerator to nuke. It, exactly. Nuke's never going to be the best answer for those things. No, no. Unless, yeah, it's just not. It's uh, something you definitely don't want to, you don't want to play around with as much for sure. Don't be afraid also, Stunt, to uh, recreate. And what I mean by that is you can use the turkey like you do with your brisket all the time. You save a little brisket and use it for chili. Yeah. Save some turkey, use it for something else. You totally make a turkey chili, honestly. Um, this time of year, especially, people might have uh, some deer trimmings in their fridge. Can, uh, you know, you can you can combine a little bit of that. You can come up with your own little sausage flavors and blendings and things along those lines. Brilliant idea. Um, and that's honestly one of the things I've been wanting to buy is yeah. a is a meat grinder. Sure. Because one of the well, a bunch of the shows that we watch and YouTube channels we watch, they always kind of talk about keep everything, mm-hmm. grind everything, and you can make it into sausages. You can make it into hamburger patties. You can have it ready for your next thing. And this would be a perfect example of that. And if you're really fired up and you're a go getter, uh, do not sleep on the turkey stock. 
Yes. At the end of the night, when you get everything cleaned up, take that carcass, take all out of the, you know, the, the, the onions and some vegetables and some broth, and you start cooking that thing down, and now the house gets a whole new smell again. Mm-hmm. It's a fantastic. Um, finally, Stunt, before we go, uh, what do you do with your leftover pie? <laughs> What's that? <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm what, sorry, I missed the. Exactly what I was hoping for. <laughs> if there's leftover pie, you've got bigger problems, and you should refer to our helpline <laughs> to get the uh, help you want. But uh, you know, experiment with those, you know, those uh, those leftovers, and try to find, you know, concoct something new. You never know. Yeah, well, it could be. I mean, yeah, turkey might be kind of boring for the next four days, five days, but if you mix it up and add things like you talked about, I mm-hmm. think it really can extend the life of your meal and not have you throw everything away in a hurry. Right. And if you're saving large chunks of turkey, I always say leave it large chunked. It's stored. It keeps longer. It yes. keeps better. And it leaves your options open a little Absolutely. bit Absolutely. Well, so. You can always cut it down later. That's true. That's true. Measure twice, cut once. Is that... I think that's the answer. <laughs> applicable here? I think that's the answer. I like it. Well, listen, whatever you choose to do, I hope you enjoy it. I hope you had a great Thanksgiving. Uh, and we can't say enough. Uh, we're thankful for you listening to us. And we appreciate it each and every week. Now, go experiment. And have some fun. And fire that thing up. The Barbecue Show with Stunt and Jake. Like and follow us on Instagram and Facebook.